Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the PHNX Sun Devils podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, if you go to DraftKings Sportsbook and put $1 down on any NFL or any football game, not even just the NFL, any football game, you will get $150 in free bets. Just make sure you use our code PHNX when signing up. Again, DraftKings Sportsbook, if you put $1 down on any football game, you'll get $150 in free bets if you use our code PHNX when signing up. Welcome, Sun Devils. I'm Brittany Boyer, your host. Joined with me today, my co-host, as always, Shane. What's up? What up? Good Victory Monday. It is a good Victory Monday. I'm coming in feeling pretty high. You know, it was a it was a good win. It was a solid win. I felt like it said a lot about the team and the vibe surrounding ASU football in the presser today seemed pretty good. Yeah, um, I, I just can't get over how complete the game looked after. The Devils went into the locker room at halftime. Uh, it looked like a completely different team in that second half. Oh, it really did. I mean, defensively, I feel like the defense was just absolutely outstanding in the second yeah. half, especially there was a couple of different guys, younger guys that you don't always get to see that had an opportunity to step up. Uh-huh. Eric Gentry, Anthony Cooper. Jordan Clark. Uh, yep. A couple different people. So, you know, there's just like all those things that, that just came to fruition and that's in this game. What, that's what makes a team great is when players like that that don't have to step up every game, but when they do, that's a difference maker. Mm-hmm. And if you can have consistent play from guys like them, I mean, it cha- it changes a lot. So it was exciting to see. Um, and yeah, it's just a so it's a, it's a big win. It's a, it's a very big win for Sun Devils fans. Um, I I feel like it was a significant win for a couple of different reasons. They have had issues going into Pasadena. And even South Central L.A. for that matter, and really blocking out all of the noise, buckling down and getting the job done throughout the years, we've seen them struggle year after year after year. Um, And that goes for anyone who's watched the Sun Devils. If you watched any sort of ASU versus an L.A. team there's always some sort of something that comes up every once in a while. They're able to pull up off a win, but um, there, there seems to always be something surrounding it. And so for them to go into Pasadena, um, you know, that's a big place for them to play. A lot of kids are from there and they didn't just win, but the way that they came out and made a second half statement win, um, I think that was absolutely huge. You know, there was a lot of distraction going into this game with the noise from the crowd. I didn't know this leading up to the game, but Zach Hill, the offensive coordinator, uh, threw his back out, moving something huh. around his house, I believe, or packing for the game. So he Didn't was actually the play calling. He was up in the booth. He actually think it thinks it helped being up yeah. in the booth again. That's where he said he used to call plays from. Actually, was up there, and so um, you know, Herm joked he might have to throw his back yeah. out like before every game. But but on a more serious note, he uh, he probably is going to be returning back up there for the Stanford game because wow. he said he felt like he could see better. That's where he said he used to call plays yeah, from play, moving down. Moving down to the field was something new for him that he didn't do until. Um, he had come to Arizona State. So I, I think that was a big difference, too. Um, and, you know, really where they're at, especially in, in the conference now, because 
ASU controls its own destiny from here on out because um, they're going to have a tough test in Utah and they're going to have a tough test in SC. But both of those programs right now are undergoing so much turmoil and just debauchery. You can't look through Stanford. I think that's the biggest thing. Oh, not looking through them, but um, just just in terms of like games where there's going to be a lot of upcoming noise that might be a little bit harder to, to factor out because Utah is going to be on the road and that's going to be literal yeah. fan noise. Yeah. Um, but with SC, <laughs> there's always that. Um, You're playing SC. It's yeah, SC it's that thing where it's like the little brother type of yeah. feeling. Well, the the let, let's go back to UCLA for a second when you mentioned the start uh, of the second half. But what was most impressive to me for the Sun Devil team is, you know, the – 17-0 start last time uh, mm-hmm. they played UCLA. It looked like it could have gone that way with the fast start that UCLA UCLA's offense had and ASU's defense and just ASU in general kind of got punched in the mouth and they stood right back up and threw a right-hand haymaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only right after the start of the game, but in that second half. I mean, they, they looked energized. Uh, all the adjustments that were made, um, they slowed down DTR quite a bit in that second half um and it it just looked like a different completely different team it really did it was like night and day difference from two weeks ago against BYU quite honestly I was 100% shocked but here's my concern moving forward is that I hope that this is not a roller coaster type of team that we've seen in the past with Arizona State where one week they're hot and the next week it's like they got amnesia and have never put pads on in their life. It's like that Kobe uh, Kobe Bryant meme when somebody asks him, I think they're in, they're in the finals, and in a press conference somebody says, how do you feel about this series, blah, blah, blah. It's like 3-1 or 3-0, and he goes, job not finished. Job not job finished? Job not finished. That's kind of what this ASU team needs to have as a mentality because you, you can't just go through um, every game expecting to play your best football things are going to happen like mm-hmm. the Merlin Robertson uh, getting stripped and at BYU like things will, like that will happen so it's just important that this Devils team brings it every single night and um, one of the telling signs for me was I, I was worried that the Devils you know get, were going to get frazzled every time they went on the road and and in a hostile environment like Provo and then they come out in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl one of the most intimidating venues to play at and it seems like they're relatively unaffected after mm-hmm. that first half they kind of calmed themselves down after those three illegal substitutions which you know we touched on in the post game show um looks but like that to- really was like the only yeah. sort of issue and you know what i want to talk about too just to touch on we won't spend a lot of time on it yeah. but her mentioned this in the in the today's presser that i was at um and it was it was after everyone had stopped recording so it's kind of sort of like I don't want to say it's off the record, but it was like someone asked him something and yeah. we were all packing up um, about the penalty. She, Michelle Garner said, we don't even need to bring up the penalty question this week because you guys really didn't have that much of an issue. And he said, no, we didn't, but it's starting to affect the rest of the Pac-12 and all the other coaches are talking now. Yep. So, I mean, it's one of those things where, um, you know. It's I, NCAA. It's, it's college football. Yeah, I but mean, you got to expect it. It's nice to Put be a, on the other end at sure. that press conference and not mm-hmm. deal with like having to ask those tough questions exactly. that you know they don't want to answer. That was, that was like one of the main things that we, we were talking about on the post game show was ASU played another self sabotager, and it, it's 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 clear when you're playing a team like UCLA um, that it, it's having problems with discipline or or just in that game. Like it's it you have to take advantage, and and they did that. They 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 saw it and they took it and mm-hmm. and it, 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 that's what other the other teams were seeing in ASU that's what BYU saw in ASU they they I, i'm i'm sure that uh, BYU's coaches if not the players even 
saw that ASU was the more talented team. But when they started making mistakes and, you know, they capitalized on that first turnover in that game at Provo. Um, but when they started making mistakes, the turnovers, the penalties, um, the BYU went out and took it. And that's the type of team they are. And that's the type of team that the Devils are going to need to be when these Pac-12 teams start making mistakes. Yeah, 100%. I, I agree. Um, I think something that I'm wondering, um, the the energy and the vibe surrounding this trip to Pasadena seemed a little bit different this year compared mm-hmm. to years past. And um, maybe it's just me, but their focus right now seems so dialed in um, in terms of what they want to do and not just um, – making a yes long term they want to make it back to the rose bowl so that's a focus but they're also focused on week to week controlling what they can control and that's it because i i did ask Herm that um at, at the press conference i had my one and only question was the last question of the day and i asked because i noticed over the weekend when he was walking off the field him and ray anderson hugged each other and said one at a time to each other and that was bruce snyder's old um slogan motto saying whatever you want to say um, I brought it up before I have the hat that Juan gave me mm-hmm. um, one at a time. And so I asked him if that had anything to do with the culture of the program and going back to that, or if that's just been his motto. And he said, that's always been something that he's tried to tried to focus on, but really it's something the team has taken. Like he's really focused on having the team take in um, just focus on the next game that's in front of you. Don't get caught up in what else is to come. But um, I think being in that environment and having the opportunity I mean, I'm sure at some point there was a conversation in the locker room at halftime, like, look, you guys want to come back here in January, right? Here's your opportunity. Here's your chance to shine. You have to do it in this game first, though. Mm-hmm. So go out there and prove it. And well, so I think that that's where the, it all started. Yeah, well, I also think it's 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 a perfect mentality to have, like, with this team because, um, as we've mentioned, on, on any given night, they can beat their opponent. It doesn't matter who it is in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. They, they, they are capable of winning games. But – when you when you when you are looking through or you're you're damaging yourselves in your own play calling or ability on on the field with uh turnovers penalties discipline in general that's when you it starts to that's that's when the this the sun devil team loses games so once you take it one at a time and you you kind of look at it uh, at a bird's eye view um they they realize that they're the better team most nights almost every night so um, I think that's a huge thing for the Sun Devil team to try to be able to do every night. And if and if they can get in that mentality of one at a time every single night, there shouldn't be many problems. No, and I think the other big takeaway from this game is the confidence that the guys are going to get in terms of um, their ability to go out there and make plays, especially the younger guys. Um, they'll get the confidence that they – that their aggressiveness will pay off. Um, what they're doing in practice, that they keep grinding like that, will pay off. Um, and it showed with players like Gentry and Cooper, you know, going out there and, and doing what they did. So, um, and even with Pierce Hall, because, um, you know, I, I don't think anyone really for had the, I don't know what the word would be, for the foresight to see the foresight, yeah. Pierce Hall be what he is for ASU yeah. right now. Um, and that's, I'm going back just to, not even just a year ago, but like to when he was being recruited out of high school. He mm-hmm. had one D1 offer and it was here. Yep. Yeah. I mean, all of this entire wide receiving core on any given night has the potential. Each individual has the potential to explode. They all have something about them. Um, Bunkley Shelton with his speed, Ricky Purcell with his speed, Curtis Hodges with his size, Johnny Wilson with his size. Like all of these guys have that one thing. And on any night, one of them can step up and be that guy. And maybe that's the best 
scenario for this Devils team is they don't need that Ayuk this year. They don't need that Jalen Strong this year. All they need is somebody to be that Ayuk or Jalen Strong or Frank Darby one night every night. They need somebody to step up for one night. It doesn't have to be the same person every night. And and I think we saw that with uh, Johnny Wilson two weeks ago. And I think we saw it with Ricky Purcell, Ricky Purcell um, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I just I, – I personally feel like Purcell um, has really been taking a role to uh, increase his time on the field and try to increase his productivity. I mean, he wasn't even supposed to actually be playing as much in this game as he thought he was going to. There ended up being some changes to the personnel, and that's why he ended up getting to play as much as he did. But he stepped up to the plate when the moment called on – I don't want to say short notice, but, like, you know – the. the that was his opportunity to shine, and he took it. Any given time, any given time. It, 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 that I mean, that's that's football. It, it, if your number's called on, you have to step up. And you know that's that screen pass. He he saw the opening. He knew where he was going to go, and he knew he had the afterburners. He flipped him on after a good block from LV, and he was gone. And then obviously the the post he ran um, that he ran wide open. Um, again, he stepped up, and I mean with with speed like that with excellent d1 speed like that um it's it, it's hard to catch somebody it is it really is but you know i think it was a quality win my final thoughts are just that i hope that they don't get overly wrapped up in the win and they're able to buckle back down and realize yeah that was a great feeling but we want to have it again and we know we have to put the work in and we know we have to prepare for stanford and Stanford is kind of kind of a shifty team to they're prepare kind of for. They're, they're hard. Kind of a sleeper, they're honestly. hard to prepare for. Especially right now. I mean, you don't know who's going to be starting under center. You don't know what type of team you're going to get. Are you going to get a, a team like they uh, earlier in the year? Are you going to team get a team that played like and, they did against Oregon? Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe their starting quarterback went down with an injury uh, saying, in yeah. overtime. Like yeah, right before overtime, the play before okay. they scored the tying touchdown. Um, so yeah, it, I mean, th- th- as we as we talk about that that swag, that culture that they build throughout games when they kind of get on top of each other and start all the plays start building up and mm-hmm. they start getting this energy. Um, it needs to come before the game now. It and, does, and and hopefully, as you said, it will build over into uh, Friday's game. And Stanford, which we'll talk more about later in the week as it gets closer, but just to touch on it a little bit because it it, it translates um, with from the win on Saturday against UCLA. Um, We talked about defense getting off to a little bit of a slow start. If defense gets off to a quick start and feeds off the energy from last week, they know that they want to make these plays. They're hungry. This Stanford team is beat up, and it does not have a lot of depth. If they can wear them down and get ahead early, that is going to be their best shot at just securing another big win because we've also talked about Herm's inability to win by large margins. So that's another reason that the UCLA win was was significant. There were so many different factors to that because on top of it, not just being a large margin win, this is Herm's first 2-0 start to the, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we've got, we're finally getting somewhere. We're getting to where things are getting interesting here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Stanford definitely seems like a type of team that ASU can, step on early in the first quarter and keep on the ground. Um, and hopefully they, they're able to do that. But as we've said many times, that's not how Herm coaches. Um, but maybe maybe things have changed. Uh, you just never know what you're going to get out of this Sun Devil team, especially this year. Um, key players need to step up. 
Darian Butler needs to play a hell of a game again. Um, and then on the offensive side of the ball, um, Jaden, the Pac-12 Conference Offensive Player of the Week, which was just announced. Which um, he looked phenomenal, by the way. The smile Jayden. he had on the sidelines, I yeah. think, said it all. He finally looked like he was back to himself. Yeah, for sure. He looked comfortable out there. He was rolling out there. The communication was there. Whatever they needed uh, within the offense to make that final click and that transition, I think they finally have it. Yeah. The, the defensive play calling um, was exciting as well. Um, in some cases, uh, when they started bringing more pressure, doing more stunts, um, they moved Darian Butler all over that field. And with guys like DJ Davidson up front, I mean, you can kind of do whatever you want because you have to double a guy like that, a guy with that size. You have to double a guy like DJ Davidson. So um, I saw a late, I want to say third quarter, um, it was a huge third down call uh, for the defense and the offense. And um, I remember saying to myself, you got to bring six or seven. You have to bring the the heat right now because DTR is going to make you look stupid if you don't. Um, and when you pressure a guy like DTR who isn't doesn't throw the ball well against the blitz, um, it, good things happen. And, of course, they, they brought six or seven on that third and five, and he, uh, he I, I think he overthrew his tight end. So that, that was fun to see because you didn't really see a lot of creative – play calling on the defensive end we've seen a lot on the offensive end mm-hmm. but on the defensive end uh there there wasn't a lot so that that was also a good uh sign in that game um however we'll talk more about this game uh on friday or before friday uh in, the, in our upcoming shows um so let's get to um some other topics but before we do that guys DraftKings sportsbook it's super safe it's super secure and it's super reliable it's also super fun. Um, I had a very good betting weekend this last week. I uh, won a good amount of money on that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Yeah. Um, which is weird because my picks on the bet show didn't go so well. Um, oh. I was like three for six. Dude, uh, can we just talk about like, or, yes, Oregon did or Oregon State did pull off that upset. Like, I was very happy about that. Did you see how many uh, passing yards their quarterback had? No. 46. That's what? Yeah. <laughs> and they won. And they scored like 24 points. And he only threw for 46 yards. Okay. Well, also, I, I, hey, I predicted but an upset, they, and I will take it because that's a, it's a good sign on my did. record. We both did, right? I know. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, that, that's just kind of how they play. Um, and I was too scared to touch it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. But I, I, I did bet on them uh, two weeks ago. Um, and obviously, I'm a, they're undefeated, so I won that bet. Um, I, I like that team because they're gritty. Um, they play weird. They they play like um like somebody's controlling them in a college football video game, um, but I digress. DraftKings Sportsbook, um, download that app, tap that app. Super fun, um, and you know with football going on right now, those same game parlays, they can get addicting, but um, they're great. Uh, so right now you can get credit up to twenty five dollars in same game parlay insurance if you th- if you throw money on an NFL parlay um, in the same game. Super easy to do, and uh, DraftKings just makes it fun. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX. Get your $150 in free bets when you use code PHNX and place one or more dollar on any NFL game or any college football game this week. Um, 21 plus, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Speaking of football balls i have a better transition okay go for it okay 
Want to know something else that's safe and reliable? What's that? Manscaped's new lawnmower 4.0. Because do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween is having two full hairy moons and some nose hairs in your face. So when it comes to below the waist grooming, fellas, shave your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. You're going to want your little bite-sized candy to go to a king-sized candy bar. I know it. Every man does. Hmm. Women do too. Um, so, you know, you can join the 2 million men worldwide who have already trusted Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using our code PHNX for 20% off plus free shipping. Again, that's our code PHNX for 20% off and free shipping from manscaped.com. So yeah, keep your pumpkins nice and smooth. (laughs) We just got off the, um, I was just producing the sun show, um, and Espo's Manscaped read went about four minutes long. Um, okay it was, it was fucking hilarious so if you if you if you get the chance to to listen or watch that i highly suggest that it happens toward the end um espo was very disappointed he missed the launch of manscaped at phnx um last week he was on vacation. you know what i'm disappointed i didn't get ball spritz because now i or ball deodorant because i can't use them on my boobies <laughs> try it i got a t-shirt and I got yeah. ball trimmers for the balls I don't have. Yeah. Well, the 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 lawnmower four point is uh, versatile. I gotta see how close of a shave it gets. <laughs> it, it, it 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 has so many settings. It's it's, it's pretty fantastic, and it okay. has a, it has an LED light on it, so you can see where you're going. It's really nice. Well, I guess I'll give it a try. Yeah. God, yeah. this sounds weird. I feel like it sounds like I'm gonna use like a sex toy right now, and I'm not. <laughs> Manscaped is not a sex toy. I know. Um, it's just oh, it's phnx.com. However, yeah, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but go phnx. Uh, Britt, what can they find on go phnx from? I know where we can go with this at go phnx right now. We've got some great stuff for you too. Head over to the site, sign up, become a member. You can join our Discord chat. Um, it's only ninety nine cents to sign up for a monthly membership. Sixty dollars for a full year. 50 50 cents for your first month right now. 50 cents for your first month. $60 for a yearly membership. And you get a t-shirt with that. So get over there and sign up. I have a really, really good series going on about ASU and why they will always be a sleeping giant unless a couple changes are made. Um, Right now, the second series on, you know, ASU's culture just went out. So make sure you get over there, read that. Leave me your feedback. Let me know what you think. Um, and yeah, be on the lookout for the next one on game day experience coming up sometime this toward the weekend. Yeah, it's a there's a lot of good stuff, not just from Britt, but also from everybody else that produces content. Uh, Craig's got some good stuff on um, ASU hockey if you're interested. Mm-hmm. He's also got some good stuff about the Coyotes. Johnny, my partner in crime on the Bet Show, um, does a fantastic job covering the Cardinals on Go PHNX. Um, Still our deal of the week right now. Um, it's going to be gone soon, so go get your college shirts. You can buy one and get another shirt 50% off. Um, the That ASU one is sweet. I already got three of them, um, one for me, one for my mom, and uh, one for my buddy who has a birthday coming up um, on October 9th. Um, I don't think he's going to listen to this episode, so I think it's okay, and it'll still oh. be a surprise. Um, okay. But if he does, hi, Ben. Um so, yeah, uh, go over to gophnx.com, get yourself a membership, become part of the family, and hit us up on that Discord. Let's talk Sun Devil Hockey. Um, split the series against UMass Lowell over the weekend, but there were some very, very fun things that happened in that game, including the former AC Coyote star's son, Shane Doan, Josh Doan, 
have having uh, two assists in the second game and um, and having a good performance in the first game. Uh, scores were five three in the first one, a win, uh-huh. and four to two in the second one, a loss. So Josh Doan was actually probably my favorite player that I watched mm-hmm. for the Sun Devils um, as a freshman. He brought some energy, man. In the first period, he comes out and throws an elbow, right, and gets put in the penalty box for five minutes right out of the gate, but then comes out, and um, I believe he uh, finishes it up with uh, the first goal in the start of the second period to kind of clean things up for his little mistake before because when he had gone into the box was right when UMass Lowell scored Mm -hmm. for the first time on a power play so you know I felt like that was a good way for him to answer but he was just out there you know bringing the energy bringing the heat bringing the intensity I I I liked watching him play I think he's going to have a bright future with ASU hockey Um, and really it was it was an exciting thing to go to I've never been to an ASU hockey game until Sunday I will be the first to admit that to you Um, I always had wanted to go Oceanside it's fun. Every game I was supposed to go to in the past, they had been sold out. Yeah. So it's not like I didn't have intentions to go. I actually got to Oceanside and didn't have a ticket and couldn't get in. Josh Stone, right after you got off the box, uh, assisted um, uh, to uh, Matthew Copper, Mr. Okay. Copper himself. Um, but it did look like a goal for him. He had five assists in two games. Josh Stone did. Um, and yeah. Copper scored three times, I believe, in those two games. Um, so really exciting stuff. Uh, bright future for this uh, Sun Devils team, I think. Dude, the game was incredibly so fun. exciting to watch. And it's not like ASU wasn't um, taking some shots. They really got more aggressive in the third period, even though they didn't um, they didn't score, I don't think. In the, maybe they did. I think they scored one. Maybe not. I can't remember. But um, In the third period? Yeah, I don't think they did, though. I think they scored both in the second. In which game? The second game. The second game, they scored twice in the third period. Okay. Or no, once. Yeah, right, once. Okay, so they did score once. So they brought the intensity a little bit more in the third period, but for the most part, they kind of uh, didn't look like the more aggressive team. Um, They took a couple, like, there was a couple of really rough penalties that they had to... uh, a lot of penalties. ...assist or attest to. Um, Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I will say it didn't necessarily seem like the referees were (laughs) um, calling UMass for... Hockey is such a hard sport. Some of the things that you would think that they would get called for. Hockey is such a hard sport to judge live with penalties. Um, But, but, yeah. yeah. You know what I will say is when you are that close to the ice... um, Yeah, you had a dope setup. It it is so easy to follow the puck. Yeah. I think that was the easiest thing I've like that I've filmed it's like black on white, baby. Well, no, but I filmed multiple sports before yeah. in the past, right? Yeah. And when you're watching hockey, like in the stands, it it's hard to watch sometimes because yeah. yeah. you can lose track of the puck. I don't know if you ever tried to like actually like record baseball for no, so video hard. footage. It so is hard. one of the hardest things to yeah. ever do. Um, Try golf. <laughs> Hockey was so easy. Yeah. I was like, this is fun. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, well. And I thought football was easy. Hockey's by far my favorite sport to watch live. Like, it's not even close. Um, I love to watch them get up close and gritty and fight for the puck, <laughs> yeah. like, right up on the glass. Uh, when the, the Devils came and played the Coyotes, I want to say in, like, 2014, and we had, uh, like, re- ice side seats or mm. whatever you would call it. Ring glass side. side, ring side. Uh, yeah, we sat right there. It was absolutely awesome i have a selfie with Ryder. like i don't know i just that is the best one of the best sporting environments to be in 100 uh-huh. percent. um well 
big test coming up um, against Denver. Yes. Two games. On the road, too. So yeah. they're going to have to deal with the altitude. Saturday. So it's going to be. They're a good program. They are. They are, but it's going to be. Um, it's going to be very telling. So also, you know, we'll see what they're able to, to pull off. I, I'm wondering if because their series started on a Saturday and rolled over into a Sunday and then they're playing another earlier series, it's Friday to Saturday, uh-huh. if that's going to have any sort of impact on their planning or their practice schedule or yeah. their travel. Hockey and- guys, though, you'll come to find out, don't really care about much except for playing the sport they love. They um, a short week doesn't matter as much as it does to a short week in football. Oh, no. I just mean in terms of just yeah, having their planning. legs still yeah. being yeah, like for sure. jelly. For sure. Yeah. Um, I think I think five days is more than enough rest for this team. I think they'll come out strong, um, and they're going to need to against the Denver team that historically has been really good um, and hasn't lost this year. I think they're 1-0 or 2-0. Uh, so that, that, that's going to be good. 6 p.m. Mountain Standard on Friday, 5 p.m. on Saturday. Um competing with the Stanford game. Uh, actually, you can catch the, most of the game on Friday before the Stanford game starts because it's mm-hmm. another 7.30 game, I believe. It Stanford. is. It is, it is. Um, so, yeah. Also, we should probably hit on some of the other ASU sports that we've got going oh, yeah. on before we wrap things up. Um, unfortunately for ASU soccer, they dropped another one over the weekend. Um, I know on Friday we talked about their loss to USC. Um, they also fell to UCLA on Sunday, so it was a tough loss. ASU soccer will have a chance to rebound, though. They're on the road this Thursday at Oregon State, 6 o'clock, and then on Sunday at noon at Oregon, um, another tough test. So, you know, it's going to be big for them. Also, uh, another tough weekend for ASU volleyball, too. I mean, they I know did bounce they, back, though. Speaking of bounce backs. They did. On Sunday, yeah. um, but I know that they were really looking for that win against number seventeen Stanford. Yeah, that's just ended up dropping one. that one uh, three one. to one, but bounce back with a win at Cal, at Cal three to yeah. one. So I guess it's 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 a split weekend. I don't want to say it's a tough weekend, but it's a well, split weekend. It's just it's good to get a win, a win, especially in their second game, um, because you know losing what was that four straight, um, all the way dating back to September eighteenth. Um, it's it's good to get a win uh, mm-hmm. coming back um, as they'll face Washington State at home on Thursday. And then number 11, Washington at home on Sunday. So that's going to be a big test. It's also going to be a big opportunity for them to step up yep. and show that they have made some improvements and have learned from uh, what they've been through in these games that they've been in, some of the situations. Um, so we'll some see. of that momentum back to the desert. Yeah. All right, well, wrapping things up, like we said, it is a short schedule this week with the Friday game. So our schedule is going to be a little bit different this week for broadcasting. We've got the podcast today for Monday. Tuesday, we will still have our live show coming to you at 3.30. However, this week instead, we will have another live show for you on Thursday. No live show Friday until after the game. We'll be doing a post-game live show. Kind of sad that it took away our Friday fun day. I know. Well, hey, we can do Friday fun day from the field. We can do Friday, Thursday, uh, super turn Thursday. (laughs) I don't know. Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. We'll We'll just dress up as Jersey Shore characters and actually do Jersey this week. (laughs) I thought Jersey was jerseys. It normally, but know, in I this know. instance, we're going to throw it back to MTV's yeah. Jersey Shore because, you know, I've been told I look like Dina before. <laughs> I don't see it. Yeah, I don't but, know either. 
whatever all right guys uh appreciate you joining us as always subscribe to our socials you can follow me at shane d if you can follow Brittany at Brittany boyer seven, yeah at b boyer 07 that's what it is um follow our um sun devils twitter at phnx underscore sun devils and uh subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts leave a review subscribe to our youtube leave a like on our videos Engage with us on the Discord and on Twitter. We can answer some questions in the upcoming week if you have anything about ASU football or anything else. If you just have a life question, I'll be willing to answer that on the show. I've been Shane. This is Brittany. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Toodles.